So this season I decided to join um, actually taking part in the meditations rather than just being um, on the side of it because last season my partner Kara, she really had um, a really interesting experience with I guess the second world and um, to the point where we had these notes that I was getting that she was writing but um, she wasn't actually, it was like her second self or something along those lines. And, so I decided that I wanted to try to experience something like that, like that and see what would happen. Um, but when I went into my first meditation, I was kind of met with a really unpleasant uh, place, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know, it was weird, like something was pulling me there and wanted to keep me there, but I never really found out what, and I just kind of was left with unanswered questions. So I kept going back. Good. That'll do. Ten point one. The token of the portal. Seek the portal. Intuit its location and move to find it. Draw the portal toward you as you draw closer to it. Feel it. Hear it. See it in the distance and arrive. And narrative. 10.3, the 10th narrative of Autumn Tremon. In the shower, I saw a triangle in the woods. I felt it, how far I was, how close. His grandfather had showed him a place not far from his childhood home. That's where we spent the summer sleeping in a tent, resupplying his parents' kitchen, and bathing in the creek. We worked sometimes, cleaning the bathroom at the gas station, but mostly we sat inside the rocks. It wasn't easy to find them at first, because there were rocks everywhere. But after a few days, I had picked them out. We weren't traveling. We could come and go, and sometimes we did, but we couldn't cross all the way inside. I was teaching him so that it would be easier when the time came. We were waiting for the days, but we couldn't know when they were unless we were there in the woods to see and hear and feel the rocks. When the time came, the rocks would change and we would go to the other world. Uh, hey, John. It's 4.34 p.m. I'm here at the college. And you're here also? Yep. You know, I um, I have the recording equipment. You know, I Rob helped me set it up. That's good. Um, yeah, so we're, we're both here. Agreed. Um, is there, you know, anything wrong with that? No. Okay. How do you know? No, we're just here. Oh shit! I'm supposed to be in Virginia. I'm gonna get in my car now. Um, uh, okay, drive safe! Uh, I'll call you!
in in 12 hours. All right. Guess it's my turn now. Would seem that way. Okay. Yep. Cool. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. How about it? Call her if you need us. Okay. Okay, uh, the image is coming. I'm starting to see through Bree's eyes again. Mm -hmm. uh, Jacob, are you seeing a worn down, broken, musty looking village? Yes, it looks pretty vacant here. Gray and depressing. Just how I like it. I can hear them everywhere. Like crows all over the place. I can't, I can't really see too much though. It's like dark and there's a fog kind of over everything. But um, I see a light. It's kind of higher up in the distance though, so maybe like um, a lighthouse or a, a tower. And um, it's gone again. It's. You should. Uh, it's like maybe, flashing blue and then it goes dark again. Maybe you should like go towards it or something. As much as I hate to agree, yes, I think that we should go towards it. Okay. Um, I'm really uncomfortable. Um, there's like these figures lining, lining the, the pathway. Kind of look like scarecrows, maybe? Just wooden planks, just dressed up with faces. Rakes? Is that a broom? Jacob, care to explain yourself? Hey, not me this time. <laughs> um, I I don't feel too good. It feels like, um, uh, there's people. Yeah. There's, they're watching me. I definitely agree. Shiver down my spine and the ominous scarecrows mm -hmm. combined it's, with this fog are really uh, not helping. It's, it's not the scarecrows though. There's just I don't know. There's somebody watching. Well, everyone is watching you now, at least. There's no one left outside except for twelve and thirteen. The twelve vortex shadows, part four, attributed to Marissa Mars. 11. After moving through these steps, the Traveler takes on a new state of existence as a being of the Second World. While of the Second World, this new being is not yet a slave to its designs. The Traveler is not yet lost until she is split within the world itself. She has a last opportunity to realize the tricks of the Revenants or to reject the temptations of the possessing spirits before she is subsumed. 12. Once the Traveler splits authentically, not merely in appearance as in the delusions of the revenants, but really divides and begins to assume the ecstasies and transformations that most attracted her, then the portal's work is complete. A trace of the physical aspirant's vital energy is irrevocably abandoned. Okay, um, so I'm, I'm at the tower. The doors are open, though. 
That's not a good sign. There's... There's a little girl. And, um... Great. She has... She has two different colored <laughs> eyes. Um, and a mop. With a crown. Her Majesty, the Queen. It's polite to say hello, Queen. We are playing royalty today. <laughs> we have ordered executions for all trespassers. No exceptions. <laughs> How many shall we kill today? Um. I, I can count to 12. Sometimes 13. One. And two. And then there's you. <laughs> Here's the book where your fate has been recorded. <laughs> the book? Our royal electricians have made us a throne, but you are not permitted to sit until we can be sure of the storm. We have to wait for lightning to strike to make it spark. <laughs> a spark? Shut up. I, I think she can hear you. Gather the twelve. <laughs> it's almost time. Um Okay, it's um, storming now. Um I don't I don't feel comfortable. Into the vortex. No, 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 no. Um I like I I'm fine to let go. Let go of me. Such is the law of oh my god. You must read your own sentence because that is the rules. <laughs> um, but I must hold the book in which it is written because we don't want your dirty crime fingers all over it. <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, the, <clears throat> the prisoner is guilty of, um, I, I, I can't read it. Come, come closer. No. I'm not going to. You have to come to me. Then I won't read it. Mm, but but you have to. It's it's the game. I won't read it. Okay, fine. But only this close. The prisoner is guilty. Oh, give me the book! No, it's, come it's, on, let's give me book. the book. Let go of the book, come on! Not clean clear. This isn't nice. Ah, get your on. dirty, dirty criminal fingers off of no, my book. It's mine. The it's book mine. is not no, yours anymore. Not clean clear. This isn't. This isn't how we do it. No. I don't care how we do I, it. Give me the I'm book. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to tell on you if you don't stop. Then tell on me. Give me the book. <laughs> let me give finish. Your me the. Book. No, let me yes. finish. You're not no. doing it right. I don't care how it's done. Oh. Mm. Fine. Me. Fine. You can have it. I memorized your sentence anyhow, so ha. <laughs> the prisoner is guilty of seditious burning a book of no special consequence while in the executioner's chair for reasons known only to her. What? What? Yeah, yeah.
the prisoner is guilty of seditious burning of both of no special consequence while the executioner's chair for reasons known only to her. The prisoner is guilty of seditious burning of both of no special consequence while in the executioner's chair for reasons known only to her. All right, Bree, you can uh, you can come out now. Yep. Do you want to? Do you need help standing up? Uh, here, I'll. You good? Maybe take, uh, take my hand if you want. I don't uh, want your hand. Oh no, that's cool. I wouldn't um, mind either. Oh. Uh, could I offer you a glass of water, maybe? No, Dan. No, I don't no, want um, your water either. Would Would you like a, a snack, maybe? No, uh, Jacob. I would not like a fucking yeah. snack. Hot towel. I could go microwave one. You seem uh, a little hangry. Oh, just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Just a little the hot towel. bit. I don't want the hot towel. Okay, well, uh, let's join the group then. So the text was the impetus. If I hadn't found those papers in the stacks, there wouldn't have been an experiment then or now. When that in this... Uh, gutted classroom above a renovated lecture hall. And in our work, we kept the text central. It was a starting point, and in a way, it was an ending point as well. But, you know, what happened in between, that, that, that was on us. The words, they're not so explicit. They give you toys to play with, but they don't say how to, how to assemble them or, or what to do with, with those, those words. We turned on some static, we took off our clothes, there was water, there was rocks. It worked eventually, but we had to make sense of how it had to work. And that's not something we could have taken from any book. I mean, you really couldn't make sense of it unless you were living it week to week. She brought a boyfriend one time, and... um, it didn't go well. Maybe he was jealous because he didn't understand it. I said it was okay if she brought him one time. She she tried to get him to experience it, to uh, to get up and move a little and not just watch what we were doing. But, you know, but he laughed. And I could see how she felt about that. Afterward, un- until the end of the work, it, it, it was just us from then on. So, so we've told them that uh, we are in the theater repeating the text, and it's important for them to believe that, that that's all we're doing, that, you know, that that's our focus the, the whole time. Sometimes, you know, it is what we're doing. The relationship to the book is almost more important than the book itself. Almost. You know, not, not all collections of words are the same, uh, the story here is uniquely capable of holding great power. But it's, it's only capable of that if we're willing to give these words, to give this story, that power. I just don't get it. Like, Bree burned the book. That should have been the end of it. Well, it was never about the book. It was the chair. The book was just a distraction. But Marissa Mars told them to burn the book. When did she do that? I don't remember Marissa Mars having anything to do with it. The black bird who told about the book? I don't think you've got the right idea about any of this. 
the Raven had nothing to do with Marissa Mars. And it was like almost the exact opposite of her. John, you need to take the time to look inside yourself and allow yourself to flow with this experience. You know what? I actually have an exercise that might help you here. Okay, bear with me. We're going to hum together. We're going to what? Um, I don't hear you humming. Come on, hum. What are you doing? Savannah, I'm you're being humming. weird. I'm humming, John. I'm trying to help you here, John. This you're is just a being weird. How does humming help anything? Look, John, you're going to get a little mouth sound, a little lip vibration, get in between you and your friends' well-being, their sanity. <gasps> hmm. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, I actually kind of like that. I feel like I'm flowing. You need to pay closer attention to everything. You're losing the thread. John. John. John, stop humming. We're done with this. Dark Pool is created and performed by the Alchemical Actors. To dive deeper or to donate, visit darkpoolproject.com.